0: Hello and welcome. My name is Christopher Chandler. And my name is Chris Schauer. And And we are are Generally Generally American. American.
1: In our podcast, we discuss events, culture, whatever else we want from a Generally American perspective.
0: From our differing viewpoints, our goal is that we can offer others and ourselves nuanced opinions on fascinating topics related to the U.S.
1: We invite you to be part of the discussion and we hope that you'll stick around to see where the conversation takes us. So let's dive in
0: and we're live
1: we are hello everyone hello hello welcome back after two weeks <laughs> <laughs> um i uh, must just get to it and report that it has snowed here now and i'm not happy about it really <laughs> yes jealous. i've already had the shovel snow and it's october like how much snow well more more than i think less than it feels i guess uh Mm. the ground is still warm so a lot of it melted but it's eight degrees out right now so it's it's gonna get warmer in the next few days and melt away but this was like the opening salvo to like potentially six five to six months of snow
0: yeah, we definitely don't get that so much snow here. We haven't had, you know, a single snowflake at all. Actually, for the most part, it's been really, 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 really rainy and really wet. Um, te- I mean, technically, it's, it's fall. I don't think it's actually winter, although I don't pay attention to, like, the whole winter solstice, like, any of that. But like, I think, like, within a couple of weeks, we'll probably be in winter territory. Um, but fall here is just super wet. And super rainy, and Christmas is just like that. Uh, it's just an extension of fall. That's how I like to describe it.
1: See, it's like the reverse for us. We 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 don't get an extension of fall. We just get a sneak peek of winter. But <laughs> it's it's interesting because this year it actually was like really nice, and we did get some rain that we don't normally get very much of. Um, that mm. extended pretty far, but then just boom snow (laughs) it it, it just comes but yeah that i think that is our uh well actually yeah you you said how it is that's our uh bi-weekly weather report is that right yeah
0: pretty much um although this isn't the topic for today's episode i would like to know what you have if anything planned for halloween
1: Um, let's see, what day of the week does Halloween fall on? You know what? Uh it's a Tuesday. Normally that's my Dungeons and Dragons group, but uh one of our players has two small children, so Uh, I will be doing I will probably be staying home and doing nothing. Oh, well that sucks. (laughs) And I'm okay I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. For reasons we'll discuss here in a bit, I think I'll be just okay with that. On my part, I'm not really doing
0: anything special for Halloween. As everyone knows, I'm in Germany, so Halloween isn't the most important holiday here. Um, I wouldn't even consider it a holiday, actually, in terms of Germany. But, there are a lot of little kids that go from like house to house, trick-or-treating, and they're always so disappointed because not a lot of germans really participate so halloween here i think is more for the kids than it is for the adults um and so you'll see like a lot of you know empty houses a lot of the lights turned off so that the kids don't you know ring the doorbells and bother the adults but i did go shopping i bought some decorations and my wife and i might watch you know a couple halloween movies but that's the extent of, of my Halloween celebration.
1: It's more than I'm gonna do. I might sit upstairs <laughs> with my roommates, and oh, I probably will. I shouldn't say this. I'll I'll sit upstairs with my roommates and hand out, some candy. But that's that's about it.
0: And watch Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh,
1: probably one of the most overrated movies, but I love it. <laughs> it's it's still great. I haven't seen it, it in probably fifteen years, probably longer. Yeah. My uh my stepsister is such a fan of that movie. She had a, a Nightmare Before Christmas wedding. Oh wow. And That's whenever awesome. you don't know what to get her for Christmas or birthday or whatever, just Nightmare Before Christmas blanket, t-shirt, whatever. She'll be more than happy. God,
0: what was the director's name? Tim Burton? Yeah. Yeah, I used to love all of his movies. Caroline, uh, Edward Scissorhands, I believe. Uh, not really into those kind of movies anymore, but when I was a teenager, those, those were really fun. Anywho, uh, that's it for like the bi-weekly report. So what do you got for us today?
1: So um, this one is coming a little bit more personal and recent, but um, I have the knowledge, so we're going to talk about it. And before we get going, I just want to make it very clear that I am okay and I am secure and I'm things are good. But uh I recently the company I worked for uh went under about oh mid mid October, mid early October. So I have had to explore the wonderful world of unemployment uh, recently, which is not something I was expecting to have to do, but it's been interesting, and, you know, I'm sure all states have their little quirks and everything, um, and just so you all know, I actually do have a new job lined up, probably by the time you're hearing this, uh, I will have already started, so, I'm actually pretty excited about that, but, uh, for example in the state of montana you have to demonstrate that you have applied for at least one job a week to get your unemployment pay and what the unemployment pay is basically your part of the taxes your employer pays it goes into an unemployment account and if you're you know if you're not fired for cause or anything like that, you have a right to file for unemployment. And obviously, mm-hmm. our company no longer exists, so they weren't going to contest it. So, I will yeah, be that... getting payments. It's it's roughly 80% of what my salary was.
0: Uh, okay. That was going to be the first question, because So, don't anyone quote me on this, because I haven't <laughs> double-checked. But here, I think it's around like... 70% give or take so it's definitely not 100 I don't think there's any system on earth where you get 100% unemployment that would be awesome um, yeah and Yeah. so it's the same here so if you don't get fired per se for like negligence so if you're not at so if you're at fault um, I believe you don't get unemployment so like I don't know if you steal from the company or, or whatever then it's really hard to get unemployment you are basically blocked for three months three months is for whatever reason germans love three months so three months is pretty much true for everything here so if you want to cancel your lease on your house you have to wait three months if you want to cancel your cell phone bill so it doesn't renew you have to do that three months in advance for memberships for work so everything here is three months and i don't know why and it's the same for unemployment so if you know you're going to get fired laid off or you're going to quit your job you have to go down to the unemployment office three months in advance and say like hey i'm gonna lose my job in three months and they'll be like okay come back in three months and you can collect unemployment that's kind of a rough way they do it here i would say
1: well it's good in a way because then at least they'll have it ready so, they basically told us <clears throat> when they uh, when they announced this to us, they basically just said, "Go home and apply right now." Mm-hmm. And because we're gonna be here for two more, two or three more days, and we'll approve it on our end. Because uh, employers can contest it. So, like, if you do get fired for cause, and someone files for unemployment on you, you can be like, "No, no, 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 no! I fired them because you know they did something unacceptable. They don't get unemployment." Uh, They were just approving all of it, so it was a little faster. But it's been three weeks. About, I'm actually, uh, after we we get done recording this, I'm going to file for my, or start doing some stuff to file for my last time. But it's been about three weeks, and I still haven't gotten a single payment. Which is, you know, the government being slow. Which, again, I'm okay. It's annoying, but I'm okay. I know some other people who are not okay with that. Um, Mm -hmm. But it has been... uh... I was kind of surprised. I heard they, they tightened up restrictions after COVID. I was surprised they made you apply for a job week one. I mean, it's not that hard, but you figured they'd give you a freebie week.
0: Yeah, um, I, didn't, I don't actually know how quick they are about unemployment here. I, luckily, I've never been in a position to where I've had to actually file for unemployment or have been laid off for whatever reason, and knock on wood, I hope it never happens. Um, but I do think they're relatively quick about it, but as in the U.S., you need to file a boatload of paperwork. Um... Maybe this is different in the U.S. I don't actually know. But here, you have to basically prove that you need the unemployment. So if you live with other people and the government is of the opinion that you guys form more or less like a a family community or like a family system, then they're kind of reluctant to give you unemployment, basically. So long-term unemployment. So there's like short-term and long-term unemployment. And short-term unemployment is... I think if you lose your job and you're out of work for, like, let's say a year, then you get that automatically. They don't really contest that because um, why would they? But once you pass that one-year mark, then they start getting kind of nervous. <laughs> and they try to find a way to push the responsibility onto other people. And so if you're, like, living at home with, like, your parents, then they could be like, oh, well... You live with your parents, so why should we play unemployment? Your parents can support you. So that that's kind of the tricky system here, I would say.
1: That's interesting. I, I'm kind of surprised it's harder in that way over there. One thing I was pretty surprised about is if it, it just told me up front, like, okay, you can have unemployment for a year. So you know, I part of the paperwork I have to file online every week they'll you know it makes me list the places i'm applying for and it asks if i've rejected an offer Mm. i bet you know if you're just applying for random one random thing a week for a year i wonder you're gonna get a few offers probably i do wonder if eventually they're like all right you're getting all these offers and you're not taking them like we're gonna need some more information if you want to keep these payments going like why are you rejecting them Are you just trying to live on unemployment for a year? Because I won't lie, it was a slightly tempting thought to just do that. (laughs) I wasn't actually going to do it, but the idea that, you know, you could just hang out for a year. And that was actually
0: a similar system they had here. So if you lost your job, your responsibility was to go to the unemployment office and say, Hey, I'm out of a job. I need support. And they're like, OK, we'll give you the money. And then depending on how much you earn will determine how much you receive in unemployment with, the, con- with the, the condition being that you had to apply to jobs. And so it could be like once a week or like once a month, but you had to apply And you had to prove that you did it by submitting, I think, either applications to the unemployment office or rejection letters. So people would just, you know, on purpose, not get hired. So they would send an application with the cover lover saying like, hey, I don't actually want to work for you, um, so please just reject me. Um, and sometimes that was a bit too obvious. So they would just like write a really bad cover letter with like poor spelling, poor grammar, stuff like that, um, to make themselves look like they're idiots. And then they get rejected and still get their payment um, i knew
1: plenty of people who actually did that um but i never wow <laughs> i mean i guess that's one way to go about it because i was because i was thinking about it like if you're someone with a very specialized skill set but you need to keep applying to get your unemployment if if like say you're uh you're a doctor, right? And you're just mm-hmm. applying at places to, to tick a box. And you accidentally automatically apply at, say, Taco Bell. And you get, you get an <laughs> offer from Taco Bell. Um, that offer from Taco Bell is probably going to pay less than your unemployment is paying now. So you don't want to take that. And I'm sure that's justified. But, man. <laughs> Eventually, there's going to be some questions being asked. The government does not like helping people. They do not like giving you money.
0: That's the same here. So they revamped the unemployment system. Um, And so depending on where you work and if you're like uh, someone who earns minimum wage or a bit more, you're better off getting unemployment. So, I mean, the government gives you a decent amount of unemployment and it's just a little bit less or a little bit more than what you would earn if you were just working full-time uh full-time minimum wage uh so they've been having a lot of trouble getting people to work getting people to be motivated because you know why work when you can get unemployment for me it's more of a pride thing you know I like being able to earn my money but I guess most people don't care <laughs> if I'm being blunt so I think that's one of the problems
1: yeah well I uh, and to be honest with you um, I didn't realize just how much pride I took in what I did until I wasn't doing it anymore and I was sitting at home like oh I'm not accomplishing anything mmm <laughs> Like, I I, I think I got used to how much stuff I was involved in before, you know, moving like millions of dollars of equipment all day, every day, and then suddenly stopping. It was uh, definitely a good motivator for me to get a job. I ended up uh, getting pretty lucky in my search. Um, I didn't even really have to look that hard yeah i was i
0: was actually pretty surprised because i you know some people are unemployed for years um I, the longer you are unemployed the harder it is i would say for you to actually get a job because then you kind of have to justify the gaps uh, on your resume and that's not really possible when you're unemployed but no i mean you know when one door closes and another door opens as they say
1: yeah and you know what the the nice thing is about my old company going out of business is our industry operates on a lot of non-compete non-solicit clauses that basically Mm. says hey if you work for us and you go somewhere else you don't get to talk to our customers you don't get to talk to our contacts like we own those you're just managing them but that's you know the company doesn't exist anymore so we're all good the uh So as soon as it went under, so someone I used to work with, uh, went to work at a company and they heard, he heard what happened a few weeks later and he's like, oh, well I know a bunch of fantastic people. So he's actually got three of us jobs. So we're going to be a new four person team on a new division. They're starting uh, Monday morning and we're going to hit the ground running and it's going to be kind of exciting. I'm working with people I've worked with before, uh, like very recently, so mm. it hopefully won't be too much of a shift and I'm working permanently from home now.
0: Yeah, working from home, you know, was a childhood dream of mine. The you know, the the thought of just being home, working in your pajamas, not leaving the house. Um, is like it's awesome. But now actually having to work from home, well, I don't have to work from home. I, I choose to. Um Mostly because I save a lot of money by doing so. Uh, It really gets to you after a while. So I have to try and leave the house and go out and do stuff and touch grass and, you know, (laughs) and see the flowers (laughs) and stuff like that. Yeah,
1: I've been warned about that, too. Um, One person told me, like, hey, I know it doesn't sound fun, but maybe get up every morning, take a shower, put on, like, not necessarily work clothes, but get out of your pajamas, like put on jeans, put on like yeah. a normal shirt, like just so you can like trick your brain, like, Oh, it's work time. Or and things like that. For me Have some separation. And from,
0: yeah. And for me personally, I feel like that works wonders. Um, if you just get into the habit of doing that, if at least if you go through the motions, so you wake up, you brush your teeth, You maybe you take a shower in the morning, uh, you dress up, you know put on some perfume or cologne and then you sit at your computer i feel for me personally when i do that i feel so much better working from home as opposed to just rolling out of bed logging on and then just sitting there with you know whatever i slept in um i definitely notice like a mental change so it's a it's a trap you you gotta be careful
1: (laughs) yeah and uh this guy, the whole this whole enterprise kind of came at a bad time. I'm moving in about a month. One thing that I'm also hoping to keep myself like occupied is uh, I've been researching like crock pot recipes, and I'm planning on cooking a lot. So maybe I'll like have something like an all day cook that I'll kind of watch or babysit or you know do some steps on all day. Uh, things like that, just to keep me occupied and not a hundred percent in the uh, you know, work is a miserable or home is a miserable place because I work there. You know what I mean? Mm.
0: Yeah, you, you gotta learn how to separate that. So I've, I used to have everything like in one room, you know, and now I'm trying to like separate out so that I work in one room and I sleep in another room, but it, you know, it's it's kind of hard because you know. Yeah, space is at a premium here, I would say.
1: Yeah. Well, and I, I spend a lot of my free time on my computer anyway, so that'll be I'll have to I'll have to figure something out. But um I will have I'll be living alone, so I'll just have to learn to do other things. Get away from the computer. It, use the space. You gotta get a dog. <laughs> no. No, that's okay. <laughs> But, uh, another thing I I did want to discuss, which is kind of in the same vein, because unfortunately this is something I'm having to learn about too, is bankruptcy. Mm. So, I am not, at the risk of asking a stupid question, or making a stupid statement, I am not sure how common of a concept bankruptcy is in the rest of the world, like... I don't know if everyone else has it. I don't know if just we have... I I, I have no idea. I can
0: only speak of Germany, obviously, but we do have bankruptcy. Um, It's not something that people take lightly. I guess for for those who don't know, bankruptcy is basically when you have so much debt that you can't pay it off, uh, that you go to the government or whatever financial institution... And basically say, like, I can't pay my debt off anymore, please help me. And the way it here is basically you have to show all of your accounts, you have to show all of your assets to prove that you have no money. So, I don't know, let's say, like, you have, like, $60,000 in debt and you have, like, zero income. You would have to prove that. And basically all... So I'm talking about the German system, not the American system. And so basically all of that debt would be, quote-unquote, forgiven. Um, and you're required to pay a certain sum back each month for up to, I think, six years. And after the six years, whatever you haven't paid back is automatically forgiven. So let's say, for example, you have $60,000 in debt and or 70000 and the court orders you to pay as much as you can per month for six years. So... Let's say you're earning, I don't know, minimum wage, which here is about, I think, like $1,600 a month, give or take. And they say, okay, anything above that automatically goes to your debt. And so theoretically, let's say you, you, I don't know, you do like overtime, you work night shifts, and you earn $400 extra a month doing that. That money would go to the people you owe for this period of like six years. And then afterwards, after the six years, if you haven't paid it off, well, I mean you're free, <laughs> but the people you owe are just kind of you know out of luck. So that's kind of how it works here. And they, interesting. I think they, yeah, and I think they put that on like your credit report or like your their version of credit here, um, which is referred to as shufa. It's an acronym for. Don't ask me what it is. I don't remember. <laughs> but it's an acronym. Yeah, it's their credit system here in Germany. And they basically put that on your system or on your report. Um, so if you go and apply for, like, a loan or, like, a car or anything like that, it'll be hard because they'll see that, you, uh, that you've that you paid or that you've filed for bankruptcy. So, but as I said before, I have never been in that position to file for bankruptcy um, one good way is to not live above your means <laughs> so, yes you live... <laughs> I would so, that's a good
1: tip it, that's a little bit different than what I'm learning about so the reason I've had to learn about this is when they pulled us into our company's boardroom like three weeks ago they basically told us uh, company's out of money today's Tuesday we're filing for bankruptcy on Friday uh, don't take anything from the building please Uh, basically everything has to go through the bankruptcy court. So the idea is when you declare bankruptcy, um, a court and an attorney are assigned to you and they look at all your assets and they basically make you sell everything. And then they take that money, not you. And they use it to pay your, your, uh, the people you owe money to. And depending on the type of bankruptcy you pay, the order is different. They were gonna do chapter seven and in chapter seven you pay the government first like your taxes and mm. then you employ then you pay your employees and then you pay everyone else and I imagine everyone else is probably not getting much. Uh, I don't want to get into too many specifics but there's been a lot of drama on our local Facebook pages around here. Uh, they were supposed to file that Friday. Uh, the word is they still have not filed and we never got our last paycheck. Oh, uh, yeah. So a lot of people are hurting because they didn't get their last paycheck and unemployment still hasn't kicked in. So people basically have not been paid for basically exactly a month, which most people aren't okay with. Most people aren't in a good position to just not get paid for a month. So it's uh, it's been interesting, and I and I'm told, basically, we're gonna get a letter in the mail when it eventually happens for us to claim our wages and PTO and things like that. Um, mm. Some people have said it could take years for that to eventually happen.
0: Yeah. So when you yeah, so it's kind of different if you file as a company and you file as a private person. Uh, by the way, none of this is legal advice. <laughs> this is just uh, general knowledge. Uh, but um, the process is very different. And so um, obviously you can kind of tell, so we're talking about a company, you can kind of tell if your company's not going to make it. And so, you know, there are always signs you're, earning less money you can't make payroll you can't pay your taxes you don't have as many customers or as many orders as you used to and so there are generally signs where you could say like hey the business is kind of dying and so this is the context by the way within germany and so if you reach that point you have to actually go to the government and say like hey listen uh revenue's down i can't pay my employees i can't pay my taxes and you know i think we're gonna have to file for bankruptcy." As a company, that's the right way to do it, which is, you know, the legal and the moral way. The wrong way to do it is what they refer to in Germany as um, "Insolvenzverschleppung," which basically means like filing for bankruptcy um, at a later date. So while the company is kind of going under, you just start selling stuff off, and then you hide the money, and then you go to the government and say like, "Hey, my company's kind of dying." Um, and if and so people try to kind of, like, avoid that because if you file for bankruptcy for your company, like, as you said before, they liquidate everything and they take the money. But if there's nothing to liquidate, well, there's nothing to take. So it's kind of like hiding assets, which you're not supposed to do, but <laughs> yeah, you can do it anyway. Yeah,
1: uh, I, I don't want to get too accusatory, but the, the rumor going around is that's what's happening in our case. Mm. Like our owner's spouse is selling all their stuff and it'll uh it's, it's, it's pretty it's pretty not great. I just hope yeah. they get in big legal trouble for it because they deserve it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't know how it actually works in the US, but here it's if you Basically, in general, filing for bankruptcy is kind of like a protection for yourself um, because otherwise you're on the hook for all that money. But obviously you can't pay the money because you have no money. And so by filing for bankruptcy, you protect yourself from having to pay off this debt. That's kind of the promise is, you know, go to Big Brother, go to the government, say, like, please help me. And the government says, okay we'll help you. But you have to be honest. And if you're not honest, which means declaring everything, well, then you lose this protection. And so here, if you do that, then they retroactively kind of go and recalculate everything and say, like, okay, well, we were going to let you off the hook for this debt. But because you lied, you have to now own up for it. So which makes things a lot worse. And then you go to jail. <laughs> so there's that part. Yeah. So you have to go to jail.
1: <laughs> I, I won't lie. If uh, the rumors are to believe to be believed, I'm kind of hoping that happens over here, but, uh, oh, I'm trying to think what, what else has really come up in the last few days. I, I will say as awful as this has been, it's nice to have some, uh, easy podcast <laughs> material from this whole episode. <laughs> uh,
0: Oh, by the way, before before we get further along, um, and move on to the next topic, we got a very nice email the last week. Uh, so Chris and I both read it, and we very very much appreciated it. So, um, I won't go into like the content of the email because it's uh, I would say it's meant for us, not for everyone here. But uh, it was very nice. It was very motivating. So I, uh, so Chris and I both really enjoyed. Reading it, so if you love what we do, or if at least like what we do, <laughs> then feel free to rate the podcast anywhere you find it. Um, I think the majority of people are on Apple Podcasts, as am I, or send us an email. Uh, we love that too. <laughs> I just wanted to yes. get in. Yes. Edgewise. <laughs> no,
1: and I'm glad you did. And uh, for reasons we were just discussing, uh, it was very much appreciated from me, especially. Uh, it's not, it's been kind of a downer few weeks for me. Uh, so it, it was nice to get a little pick-me-up. I, I really, really did need yeah. something like that.
0: Yeah, I needed it too, because I've been very stressed <laughs> for, uh, <laughs> for a lot of private reasons. Um, but yeah. Um, so as always, if you like what we do, please let us know.
1: Um, and anyway... Uh, let's see what, I'm trying to think what else was involved in this whole process I've gone through. I, it's a, it's a little bit off the topic, but I will say, mm. so we were, we were pulled into the boardroom Tuesday morning and basically told the word and they were like, well, you know, when it's time to claim your wages, you can claim this whole week, you can come in and work if you want. Cause there was still, you know, we're managing loads being transported and they're still on the road. So I came in mm. for, like, you know, a few hours every day. But it was it was such a weird environment in there. Like, some people just left right after that meeting and never came back. Can't say I blame them. Uh, some people, you know, hung out for an hour or two. Some people came back for an hour or two every day. I was there five minutes on Thursday. Like, it's just such a bizarre atmosphere to, like... It, it, it almost... It was kind of, do you remember like what it felt like on the last day of school, like before summer? Yeah, And yeah. everything's just kind everyone's kind of just wrapping stuff up and saying goodbyes and stuff. That's kind of what it felt like, but in a much worse way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I guess that's actually a question I actually wanted to ask is, do you have at-will employment
1: Oh, gosh. Um, I think so. I know Montana is actually unique for. Let me see. Excuse my typing. Montana has a unique <laughs> uh, work. At will, employment law. Uh, no, Montana is not at will. Uh, it's actually. Okay. I think Montana has some of the. Believe it or not, has like the strongest. Uh, mm. worker protections at least in that regard in the country um, mm-hmm. I am going to technically be an employee of a Florida company starting Monday oh. so it'll be a little bit uh, different but uh, it is really easy to get in trouble for wrongful termination in Montana
0: so I guess for those who don't know so, so and feel free to correct me if I misrepresent those. But outwell employment, as far as I've understood, is basically you go to a company and you say like, "Hey, I would like to work here," and the company can just say, "You know what? All right, we like you. You can work here." Obviously, it's not that simple. You know, you have to have an interview, but skip that. Um, and they can just hire you on the spot. And you can just start working the same day. Likewise, you know, they could come to you the next day and say, "You know what? Um, it's not really working out. Uh, thanks for coming, but you know, you're fired." And as long as they don't fire you for anything, quote-unquote, illegal, then they can just fire you on the spot. So you can't, like, say, like, you know what, you're gay, so you can't work here anymore. That would be illegal. But if you say, you know what, your work isn't really that great, you should probably find another company. So that's more or less at-will employment. Um, but that kind of, like, an un- employment system doesn't exist at all here in Germany. Um you have like a work like everyone has a work as a work workers contract for like everything here. Everyone has a contract. Um, so everything's in writing. There's nothing like oral. It's all written. Um, and if someone does want to fire you, then they have to wait three months. (laughs) So it takes a time for them to like basically fire you or you can just basically say, you know what? I don't want to work here. You don't want to have me here. So let's just go our separate ways. So if both parties agree, then you can just leave your job the same day. But if one party contests, and says like, "No, I'm not okay with this," then there's legal trouble. So
1: that's well, I'm I'm glad there's so much in writing because maybe that's something I'll have to explore trying to uh, do in the future at my new employer. <laughs> if there's anything.
0: If, there, if there's any takeaway that anyone gets from this episode, it's that Germans love to have everything in writing. Everything. So, if you do anything here in Germany, either you should get it in writing or you will get it in writing. So, everything is written down. Like, my my, uh, my work contract, my rental contract, my phone contract, all that's all in writing. So, technically, you can do oral contracts. You know, like, I give you my word but, you know, have fun when you go to court. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> that's the problem with, you know, giving someone your word. So.
1: Well, I will say, I think I, I covered everything I've learned the last few weeks. Did you have anything else or any questions? Mm-hmm. No, I pretty, in the past couple of
0: weeks, that's pretty much been, pretty much been it um I will say that like I said they have reformed uh unemployment here I guess this is a, a cultural note I'll touch on before we go so unemployment has at least in Germany I think been around for like a hundred and ah uh, like 120 something years maybe a bit longer in its current state and it used to be referred to as um Hartzfieh, which basically means so sohats is the, the guy who created the system and fia is just four so i think it's like the fourth iteration and uh this whole like uh, unemployment system had like a really really bad reputation so it's different in the u.s like if in the u.s if you say like oh i'm unemployed there's no like negative associations with that necessarily you're just like oh the person doesn't really have a job Whereas in Germany, if you said, like, I'm unemployed, there were automatic, like, associations with that. Like, maybe you're uneducated. Maybe you're lazy. Maybe you're, I don't know, you're not really, like, a team player. Like, you don't really care about society. You're, like, a leech. So, like, unemployment here had, like, a really, really bad reputation for a lot of people. And the majority of people who were unemployed weren't necessarily like burdens on the system because they were lazy they were just people who were like down on their luck you know they're just having a hard time in life but they got lumped into like one bucket and so because of this whole fiasco they changed the whole name of the monitor of the unemployment system to burgaged which basically means like like money for like uh for citizens I guess like a loose translation, um, or like um, like civil money, if you want, to make it sound more, I don't know, palatable. Basically, to make it sound more uh, reputable, but it's still the same thing. So they just changed the name. They literally just changed the name and added two or three things to make the system more modern. But it's basically the same thing, just you know, with more steps. And right, yeah. And because of this new system. Uh, because of this new system a lot of people have gotten more unemployment so now there's less incentive to work (laughs) than there was before so but yeah so that's pretty much my my last
1: point uh yeah me too i mean it, it it wasn't a horrible time all right so
0: thanks so much
1: everyone for listening
0: thanks for the email um as always if you like what we do then please feel free to let us know otherwise thanks so much for listening and see you next time bye everyone Bye. we really appreciate you taking the time to listen to our podcast we hope that it was informative and that we were able to expand your worldview even if only just a little
1: welcome feedback comments and constructive criticism If you'd like to provide us with any, please reach out to us at our Discord or email address, both of which will be listed in in the description.
0: Thanks again for listening, and until next time.